You are now tuned into The Tribe, where we share our passion in reviewing music and give you opinions you didn't ask for. I'm one of your co-hosts, Dylan, joined with the homies, Denzel and Marone. Make sure to follow the tempo of our show today. Season two, episode one of the Temple Tribe. We are here. We are alive. We're we're, we're going up. We're making moves. You heard. Hope every, I hope everyone's been good. My name is Denzel, and I'm with my co-host Dylan Marone. How y'all doing, guys? Good, bro. We good. This is Marone. What's good? Been a long time. And this is your boy Dylan, aka DJ. Staying fly. Staying fly. Staying high. <laughs> Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> comedians, comedians. So, you know, it's been a while. You know, we just want to get back into it slowly. I hope you all have been well and happy and healthy. It's been a crazy time. A lot's been going on. A lot's changed. But, you know, with season two, we're trying to be better with our podcast, do everything better. We're making changes. You know, you can hear the sound quality's improved. That's a, that's the one thing right there. So we're making yes, moves. You know, we're looking, we're looking mm-hmm. better. We're looking better, mm-hmm. too. So, yeah, um, let's just but. I just want to get right into it. You know, I just want to talk about what's been going on. You know, we're still having, we're still in COVID times and that's unfortunate. Now we got the COVID-19 Omarion. Wait, Denzel, we still in COVID, bro? I, I could have sworn I saw you in the festivals last summer. Uh, I, let's not talk ah, about that. Nah, I saw nothing Slugs. like that. Nah, what do you mean? What do you mean? I have my mask on all the time. In facts. <laughs> Keep it on real tight. Yeah, this man was now, deep. Nah, but right now, yeah, we even, I was in festival hopping like crazy the last six months. I couldn't take it, man. I couldn't take it. But you did your thing, man. You got vaccinated, so vaccinated and boosted, man. Be up to date with those shots, dog. Yeah, so Omarion is out here. Is, Omarion's hopping through the vaccinate the vaccines and the boosters. Is that what it was? That's what's been going on with. Uh, so it's it's actually called Omicron for those who don't know. But essentially, it's like very highly mutated compared to the Delta variant component. Um, like over thirty mutates mutations, if I believe correctly. So it's really tr- highly transmissible. But luckily. People who've been getting vaccinated, people who've been getting boosted, haven't been seeing severe illness from it, you know. But that's that. But that's also a bad thing because people are taking it as oh, just a cold. You know what I'm saying? And the strain yeah. isn't as uh, strong as the Delta strain, but like it's still like that gives people more credence to act out. And you know, people still acting like we ain't in a pandemic, but man, shit is sad. It is, man. It is uh, like luckily, like. The, the, the science is coming out like if you're vaccinated you'll be safe and you're not gonna die like your chance of death everything's like going down unless you're like really you have like a whole bunch of other morbidities going on but i think the worst part is the uh overwhelming of the healthcare system so just keep that in mind like even if you feel like you'd be all right like just remember that you might need to be hospitalized and nurses and everyone is already quitting like in droves because they've been stressed out and the government has never helped them so yeah just keep that in mind like when you're out there so yeah no that's that's true for real for real but um, enough of COVID for now, because it's probably going to be here for a long, long time. Let's uh, move on to my man, Mr. Ye. This man is a dropping Donda 2. 2-22-22, produced by Future. Why is it produced by Future, first of all? We need to talk about this. You know why, man. Divorce man's anthem. What are you talking about, bro? You know, like a long, long time ago, which it wasn't really that long ago, he did say Future was one of the best artists of our generation, so... I mean, he has high respect for Future. Not saying that this Donda 2 album is going to be great, because I'm not expecting much from it. But 
I mean, he does have that respect for future. Just putting that out there. Did we like okay. Donda one? Like, was, that, was that a <laughs> it consensus? Was I, it was I. It was Denzel? I. Denzel? <laughs> I'm no comment. Okay. <laughs> this man Marone disrespected me. Look, it, it after you listen to it the first time, you're like, okay, this shit's this shit's hot. This shit is hot. No, mm. no, I mm. I really did like that album. Not even gonna lie. Okay, compared to his pre- the album before Donda, that's a way better album. Okay. Which album is that? Jesus uh, King? Not Jesus the King. The one before that, his Yay album. Remember the one where it has a picture of a... That was hard? No, no. I said I said Donda was better than the album. <laughs> y'all? I'm, I'm fucking with I'm, you, bro. I'm done with y'all. Somebody zoom in on Dylan's face, bro. We just, started this, we just started this podcast and Season everything. Season two, we now. back and we better. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this anymore. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, Denzel, talk about something more fun, bro. We ain't gonna talk about you. Yeah, what's he's, next? He's, all right, all right, he's trying all right. to spread rumors that uh Pete Davidson had A's. Like, I don't want to hear about Kanye no more, man. Look it up. It's crazy. Look, I, we can we can we can just we can just skip this all together, you know, and just move on to this next section. Um <clears throat> it's time to check the rhyme. For sure. Check the rhyme, bro. Oh man! So uh, based on the title, you guys already know we're gonna be talking about lo-fi hip hop, otherwise known as chill hop. Um, so basically, it is a genre that's emerged from lo-fi. It's a combination of two elements. It's gonna be a combination of classical music and drum breaks, which we'll talk about in just a second. But I want to tell y'all what the definition of lo-fi is. Lo-fi is low fidelity. It's consistent of a slow sound production of lower quality compared to, you know, the normal hi-fi you hear, which is removed of all the background noise, all the muffled sounds, all the lower volumes, distortions. Um, and that's what makes lo-fi so interesting is and that it's so it's so it's full of mistakes. You know, it's meant to be raw, raw, raw music. I did not know lo-fi meant low fidelity. But in, in that weird sense, you know, that repetitiveness of the low fidelity or lo-fi music creates that distraction from the outside of out, outside noise you know that we're that you're listening to whatever you're listening to the music when it comes down to subgenres of lo-fi there's a there's, there's a lo-fi and then you got lo-fi hip-hop as the earliest memory i have in regards to chill hop is probably the tsunami commercial breaks you guys remember Sorry. those tsunami commercial breaks whenever you're listening you know when i was listening to i remember when i was watching the lineup you know got the dbz on deck the yu haka show the big o anime man yeah, but that's the earliest I remember chill hop at least. Nostalgia, and for for me, like chill hop is that it brings out that nostalgia in you. Like you said, Denzel, uh, we heard those tracks uh, on those uh, commercial breaks watching Toonami. So I feel like it's just like a sense of like euphoria, nostalgia. It's interesting. So you said that it sometimes creates focus. Like, why would you think that like white noise? Is it like when people use white noise to fall asleep on their phone? Like just some to keep in the background. Like I don't really understand how. That's used like it's used for studying, right? Yeah, yeah. So the thing about lo-fi that's so interesting is it's not it's not meant to be very vocally heavy. You know, usually when you're listening to other people speak in lo-fi in music, you don't really want to study to it, right? At least lo-fi it creates that's it's it's repetitive, it's it has this distinct sound, and it's and it creates this consistency that separates you from the rest of the outside world. I remember, like for example, like when we're in Baylor. 
Uh, for everyone who doesn't know, I was a biochemistry major and science majors never slept anyways. But yes, basically, sir. whenever you would listen to lo-fi, like, that was like my jam, like to listen to lo-fi, classical music when I would study. And it would just be so repetitive that you're not even thinking about it. And it helps like separate yourself. It creates, it's that white no- noise, like you said, Moreau. That's so funny, bro. That's the same here, man. Like that got me through my whole dissertation, bro. Like when, when my roommate wasn't like crying in the other room or whatever he was doing, like I was able to just... Wow. Zone in, man. Like hours on end, writing and what studying. A so great. Allegedly. True. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Moving on to a little bit more about it. It's it's a combination, like I said earlier, of chill of chill, chill out music and hip hop music. So the chill out music will be defined as like classical music. And you know, an example that I wanted to show was this song this sound at Adego for Strings by Samuel Barber. And so that's the sound of like a chill out type music, you know, it's a classical. And then we got to go down to the hip hop side of it, which is also known that, which is consistent of drum breaks. So if you guys already know, whenever we play this track, it's very familiar, you know, something that you guys heard. It's like the backbone of hip hop music. Um, it's been sampled in hundreds of, if not thousands of tracks, even today in the modern day. And here's an example of a drum break. This is going to be impeached the president by the honey drippers. DC, I think they got something they want to say. And so when you combine those two together, the drum breaks and the cello music, you create lo-fi hip-hop. Money. <laughs> All right, yeah, so basically um, the drum breaks is really funny you bring that up because like like early high school studying, like late high school studying for me, like I needed like YouTube or some, some, something to like watch or listen to and I didn't like want to buy music. So I remember that Ninth Wonder, the producer for Little Brother and like the best, one of the best hip-hop producers of all time, he was like infamous for his drum breaks and like these certain beats and he had a whole bunch of his instrumentals like released on youtube mm-hmm. so i was always looking at those and those would eventually lead me to like like instrumental beats and then like hip-hop beats and then eventually would slide me into like chill hop and lo-fi so like that that the fact that that that's that beat the beat rhythm and like th- that theme that just stuck throughout the entire through line is like pretty legit so i see yeah. I would also say I'll add to that, um, and it's not just like chill hop that uh, uses that like specific drum break or similar drum break. I mean, it's used in a lot of uh, music, even to this day and throughout like history. Whenever that drum break was uh, first uh, created, I guess so. Um, very influential, and uh, you talk about the classical music as well. That's also influential in chill hop. So, uh, pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy how much like, you know, as early as I believe the 2000s, you even see it from like the 1960s to the 1990s of like early evidence of chill hop. But it wasn't really until the 2010s more more than anything where it really just blew up and exploded and became like so such a common thing. And I, and I and honestly, we like we ta- talked about earlier, we were all in college listening to chill out music, lo-fi music, and it became so crazy. Um, I actually saw this little blog. It's like a blog that I found from the Vaughn College of Aeronautics and Technology. They were talking about the benefits of studying with lo-fi music. And some of them were things like uh, a relaxing effect. Uh, it was a perfect tempo to keep listeners engaged without making them sleepy. So kind of referring to what we were talking about earlier, Marone. Um, there's no lyrics. There's no distractions, which leads to better reading comprehension and writing. It's a mood booster. 
it helps you keep a positive attitude and it helps drown out, like I said earlier, distracting noises. So it wasn't saying that because you listen to lo-fi music, you were better at get you were going to get better grades, but more of saying that if you, I, I gotta just, I gotta make sure that correlation isn't like, oh yeah, if I listen to lo-fi, lo-fi music, I'm making an A on that test tomorrow morning. No, you ain't, man. <laughs> uh, but instead, oh, it was saying that listening to lo-fi music helps with your cognitive thinking, which may improve your st- study capabilities. Chill hop is pretty much like hip hop classical music if you would have to define it. So, I mean, yeah. it, it makes sense. It is. No, no, Dylan has a really good point. You know, what's funny about that is that it, so, you know, like the roots of hip hop, there's, I think we can draw some like through line from history of like jazz. Right. So one subgenre that I've noticed in, in, in chill hop and lo-fi has been like the lo-fi jazz and like that shit, that stuff man, is crazy. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's classical. Like they have the pianos and they have ones that are just, just piano mixes. Everything's on YouTube, just piano mixes, just saxophone mixes and like the beat breaks and the, the drums and like, that staticky sound, like you're listening to it on a vinyl, uh, with jazz, like that's definitely class. That's that's for me. That's classical music. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know who Beethoven is. I know who Zaytoven is. I don't know Beethoven <sighs> for sure. I'm dead. We we need to get down the shirt. Oh my god, what he just said. I actually wanted to move in because Marlon, you actually brought the perfect segue because you're talking about YouTube live streams and all that. So, like I said earlier, the 2010s is where chill hop music exploded. People are like, why did that happen? You know. So we had a lot, there was a small group of YouTube artists and Spotify playlist makers that started creating these playlists. You know, the famous one on YouTube is that 24 hour beat stream, you know, the one that consists of two, two of the major ones everyone usually remembers is beats to study slash relax to, yeah. and then beats to sleep slash chill to with that girl, um, that mascot. Lo-fi girl. Lo-fi girl. Yeah. <laughs> Got me through all that depression. <laughs> Y'all notice that that background is always changing? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the uh, the window, what? right? Yeah, the window. And then yeah. like certain videos, they'll change like little things about it. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's seasonal. That's just it's lit. Yeah, and the cat as well was a mainstay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember the cat, but not the season switches. Mm-hmm. Oops, I wasn't really paying attention to it. And Marone must have been going through some major depression. Like, shit. Huh? Uh, Bro, I like good instruments. Those, what are you talking uh, about? Little details. Like, goddamn. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'm sorry that I'm attentive. What? <laughs> <laughs> Dang. My... That shit yeah. You said it came out in 2015, Denzel? What'd you say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lo-Fi Girl originated in March 2015. Um, it was made to promote for... It was, it was actually made originally to promote underground lo-fi hip-hop beat makers, people you know, who just wanted to put their music out there and get more recognition. Um, and as we said before, the, the Lo-Fi Girl is their mascot the channel, otherwise known as Study Girl. I think the earliest I remember listening to her was probably in high school, partially, like randomly out finding her. I was like, oh, who the hell is this? Mm-hmm. Would you say yeah. that the peak, uh, the peak of this genre was when Will Smith came out with his own? Will Smith oh, stop. Mix? Oh, no, you stop that, that, man. I saw, uh, I, I, I know you're about to bring that up, but yeah, long story short, everyone, Will Smith did his own lo-fi and it, it's him. It's him. Like replacing the lo-fi girl. I thought it was a chill. Bro, you need to stop. <laughs> it was good. That's terrible. It wasn't bad. I, I can't tell if you're if you're being sarcastic or not, man. No, for real, Denzel. No, it was really it was it was not bad. It was actually some good music. It's just weird that he was the one curating it. Like, why why did you put your brand on this? Like, it's supposed to be for the artist. Because lo-fi's become that big, man. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you're seeing artists take it over and all this stuff. I mean, but 
also there was also Spotify playlists that were making chill hop playlists. Like I probably I kid you not, I sleep to that shit like every night. Like if I can't sleep, I'll play some chill hop and I'll just be out like a light in like fifteen minutes. Shit's a vibe. But I guess I'll have to transition to the next part, which is going to be looking into the fathers of the genre of the music, as well as artists that used to make types of beats in their music. Two of the big, some of the biggest people who used to produce, who, who produced and who are no longer with us, unfortunately. You got Nujabas and Jay Dilla, RIP, both legends in the game, considered to be the fathers of actually of the genre of chill hop music, you know, spreading that influence of hip hop and classical beats and jazz beats into like another level it, it, it was incredible you know like new Jabba's is probably one of the first artists i listened to and that like blew my mind i was like what who is this artist like i just yeah, never heard a sound like that before denzel you you bring up uh you bring up what do you call new Jabba's, man like and you talked about tsunami like i don't know if you all remember like tsunami had like that's the first time i ever saw samurai champloo mm-hmm, yeah which one of the greatest anime ever was on tsunami he, he made that whole soundtrack and like that's oh five Mm-hmm. before right yeah. maybe even 03 when it came out so like this is he's he i feel like he's the grand man like he's him dilla for sure like in the u.s but when it comes to like that japanese influence and then like every lo-fi video or like thumbnail where you see like an anime character that's all like that's all new job is for sure man yeah no it's for real no you're right you're right i remember battle cry um my samurai Sh- and samurai shampoo that was like one of the first times i heard it and i was like man this beats fire but i mean when i was a kid you know you don't really recognize the artist behind it because you're like oh this just mm-hmm. sounds good you know um jay dilla i don't i knew a little bit about him i had some beats that like listened to him by him but i wasn't as big into jay dilla unfortunately as i was into new Jabez. you know and then there's some other producers to make to, i want to give honorable mention to ninth wonder for, for example you know knowledge hey madlib some of them are artists too um we got mf doom who's used some of those beats uh jing sang if you guys haven't listened to him you need to listen to jing sang he's Crazy Isaiah Rashad, I've noticed Dom Kennedy, uh, Currency, Saba, J. Cole. Some beats for J. Cole were kind of like that, that chill hot beat. Um, Toro Imoy, and then Cooking Soul. I mean, Mara, I know you want to be talking about Cooking Soul. You put that on there. Man, Cooking Soul is one of the coolest producers of all time, Denz. I'm telling you, bro. Like, he, uh, what they do, are they, I don't, I'm sure it's a dude. It's like a Japanese dude, I think. But what they do is they take like a Nas album or like a Dilla album or something like that, and they just like, they just lo fi the hell out of it. And they put it all on on YouTube. Like, there's one where there's a straight. Uh, this one's called Lo-Fi Poppy. It's just Drake, but like he keeps the Drake lyrics, but he just gives him Lo-Fi beats. It's actually not bad, <laughs> considering a boycott. Man. Um, but yeah, I, I would definitely suggest looking up for Cook and Soul Man, and he has like a whole series on I think Spotify. I think it's a Hispanic dude. I might be wrong, but yeah, go ahead, Dylan. Yeah, I put uh, Tori Moy on the list as well because. Uh, I mean, I don't really listen to Tori more, but I listened to a little bit uh, du- uh, doing my research and probably one of the first artists that's like done mostly like exclusively like lo-fi type, lo-fi similar beats throughout his whole discography and like been has been like pretty uh, successful with it and like still is successful because um, when you think of Chill Hop, you always think of like the playlists, you think of like the YouTube streams and whatnot. Uh, like the tracks that like everyone makes and like just production, but you don't think of someone using that, you know, that whole like chill wave, vapor wave, um, I guess like sound as throughout their whole discography and still be successful with it. A lot of people tried, a few people have succeeded. Tori Moy is one of them. So respect. We Would we also consider Tame Impala to be in that, in that genre or no? 
Or would it be like more of like psych- a psychedelic, a psychedelic kind of chill music? Uh, I would probably say, yeah, like psychedelic chill music. I mean, it's, there's like elements of like chill wave, vapor wave in there as well. But I mean, like we talked about New Jabez, we talked about Jay Dilla, we talked about MF Doom, Isaiah Rashad, Dom Kennedy, Currency. Like there's so many artists, producers that incorporate elements of chill wave and vapor wave in their music as well. I was going to say it has like a really, oh, go ahead, Denzel, my bad. <laughs> so I want to ask Marona a quick question before you, before you keep before you talk. Uh, my question to you was with Cooking Soul, has he done the Certified Lover Boy album yet? No, I'm I, 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 I really trying to hear girl. I just want to hear Girls Want Girls on Lo-Fi. Let me tell you. Let's uh, hear it. <laughs> oh, that would be nice. Yeah, that would no, be nice. They don't, they don't do Lo-Fi work in Canada, bro. No, it's banned. Damn, so you, you don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So we we so on this app, can we cut out parts? <laughs> I was going. Oh, yeah, we need a, we need a whole section of the show where we just do Dylan does ad, uh, what do you call it? acapella. I'm <laughs> we should I'll, do Amigos well, episodes. We should talk oh about the Amigos. That's Amigos coming. ad libs. Oh my god! What do you call? I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I got like neo soul vibes from Lo-Fi. So like, I think of Erica Badu and like mm-hmm. Black Star. Whenever I think of like what the root of what the, those beats and those instrumentals might be, that's why I feel like it's so jazzy too. So I think it's like a natural progression of neo soul with that. But um. Yeah, I was just going to say, man, I'm glad. I'm really glad I found Lo-Fi. First of all, all Lo-Fi beats always feel like it's almost at the end of a Naruto episode. And that really, I, f- I fucks with that. And, like, I like the international appeal. Like, if you look at <laughs> <in> comment sections. It's <laughs> something thinking hard over there. <laughs> Sir, you have your hand raised? <laughs> yeah, I do, because I need to talk, we need to talk about this. What do you mean, end of a Naruto episode? I'm, I'm, I'm really thinking about the end, the outros of Naruto episodes now. That's why I was, like, looking in the stars and thinking. But I just oh, want to, like... I just want to hear what you're thinking right here, man. Man, I'm not going to lie. That was a little bit on my ass. But uh, what you call it? No, I definitely feel like there's some beats I've heard. I was like, oh, it sounds like a Naruto thing. Like, it just like, ah. Like, you know, like, when Dylan was talking about the depression stuff, I think about like when, you know, Naruto's sitting on that swing and he's looking mad sad that none of the kids want to hang out with him. I was like, ah, I feel like, <laughs> you, know, like <laughs> you don't. All right. Well, we're in certain example. I'm telling you there. No, I feel you. I'm fucking with you. No, no, I feel you. No, no. I feel you. <laughs> Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's in my head. No, I, I know what you mean. I, know what you I mean. hate y'all. Uh, what do you call it? There's international appeal as well. So I really, if you look in the comments, I always like creep the comment sections for these things. And like, it's always like somebody in Spanish or Portuguese being like, yo, this is my life. And yeah, like, yeah. That's like, mm-hmm. that's a mark of really good music. Like, mm-hmm. you can just, it doesn't matter. And that's like, Global. what Dilzo was talking about. Yeah, global. Mm-hmm. No, no need for lyrics. Like yep. his vibes. So I guess my question to that is, what do you, th- where do you think, where do you think uh, Chill Hop is going to go to? You know, like you already, because we already mentioned things like vaporwave, um, and that that kind of genre. Like it's kind of branching out to other genres, slightly. I just want to see what y'all's thoughts on that. Well, where I feel like it's going, uh, I feel like there's like, like I posed another question too. Like, is there a cult following of the genre? So like, I'll, I'll go ahead into that direction. I feel like there's like a group of people. And like, I think it's a large group of people in this world that like still bump chill hop to this day, whether it's just like on a playlist or like a YouTube stream in the background. And I don't think it's like, other than like, say like Tori Moy or like other producers or artists that incorporate that chill wave, vapor wave in their music. Uh, I don't think there's like a huge, how do you say it? Like, uh, I guess like mainstream following behind it, or I don't think there's like too many artists that like 
you know, exclusively use it in their discography. But um, I, I guess it will just always, I feel like it will always just be incorporations of like a little bit of chill wave, vapor wave in people's uh, or artists, like, uh, how do you say it? Like production, uh, you know, maybe lyricism or whatnot. So uh, that's what I feel like. But I feel like there will always be like a cult following. Like maybe it's all three of us that like we, you know, we really fuck with chill wave, vapor wave. We're still going to be bumping it. Uh, for the rest of our lives because it's just chill it mellows you out and it just you know it's, it's like a form of meditation pretty much just listening to the music so mm-hmm. so yeah yeah I was, I was gonna ask what do you when we say chill wave and vapor wave does that mean just like there's synths inserted is that what that means uh i wouldn't say synths. i would say just like the overall vibe of the music just like the slowed down like euphoric nostalgic like sound and when i say chill wave vapor wave I'm talking about like not just like hip hop, but like you could also talk about like chill pop or you can talk Mm. about like some other genres that use it as well. I know we're talking about chill, uh, chill hop, but, um, you know, like when we talk about Tame Impala, that's not really chill hop. It's like Mm -hmm. chill wave. So. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Denzel, you were talking about like, where's it going? Man, let me tell you where it goes, bro. It goes everywhere, man. Like like it took me into a a rabbit hole of. 80s Japanese pop and like jazz mm. and like there's mixes for those because every every thumbnail like I said has like a weird anime on there I've never seen before it's like I always hop on those yeah go ahead bro it's called that's called city pop right city yeah there's city pop yeah there's Japan funk and there's city pop that's my vibe like it's really like pumping like it's high energy like that's when you're trying to get stuff done even though if you can ignore the lyrics because it's in a different language it don't matter so then you just go crazy but um what do you call it like there's lo-fi house mixes that are just like really like almost like just tantric, like you're just in a zone. Like in that, that Tin Corp is lo-fi with house music. If you, if you guys have not checked that out, there's really good channels for that. And yeah, go ahead, bro. <laughs> so I got, I got to look into that. I did not know there was such a thing as lo-fi house music. This That's exciting. Yeah. I actually uh, listened to uh, a lo-fi house mix last night. I can send y'all. So yeah, they definitely have that stuff. That was crazy. And then my favorite though is like, the funk house, like make the funk uh, mixes with the PHONK. Like when they, the best, I feel like the best iteration of, yeah, of, of uh, lo fi, like chill hop has been like trap inter- integrated with this, so, like mm-hmm. the trap hop or whatever you want to call it. It's like a perfect union because they take like a little Uzi verse where like verses and then they mix it with like some lo fi stuff. And it's just like they're saying the craziest things, but over the most chillest beats. It's crazy. I love it. And there's like an anime playing in the background. Like to me, that's like perfect. I can do work on that. Like I'm at work listening to that. I'm trying. I gotta like hide the th- like I gotta hide the videos from my coworkers, but it's great. That's Shout crazy to me because um, to add on to that part, what you were talking about with trap, you see that a little bit in slightly and slow and reverbed. Yeah, I would love to talk a little bit more about that, but you know, it's it's a lot. It's interesting because people are just thinking of new ideas of how music. It, it really just adds on to that whole idea of that music is always ever ever changing, everlasting. It's always going to be something new that you can element that you can add, remove, edit, um, transition into that creates like this completely new sound. That's like a subgenre of a subgenre, and it's you go down like you said, Ron, you go down a rabbit hole, and you're just like, where am I? You're on YouTube at like three a.m. in the morning on some yep. we- listening to the weirdest mix. You're mm-hmm. like, what is going on here? Yep. Going crazy. We all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. So uh, moving into slow and reverbs, you know, one of the biggest slow and reverb songs I remember was the. It was the Uzi Vert Reverb, right? I mean, like he's driving, like on YouTube, he's driving in his car. You know, he's like it's animated, and there's like this this star dust like going in the background of the car. That's 
and it blew up in like the, in 2015. What song was it that it was a slow reverb? That was like the one of the first major ones. It was like a trap slow and reverb by Lil Uzi Vert. What's that? From 2013? I don't think I remember. Like, like 2015, 2015. Hmm. Oh. That was the one... It was the one when they had like the music video had weekend the weekend in it for some reason. Oh, uh, all my friends are dead. Yeah, I'll, but that's not the song. But yeah, yeah, basically it's the lyrics with all of my friends are dead. Yeah. Um, but it was a slow reverb song, and I remember that was like one of the first songs I heard that was slow reverbs. And now any song that comes out like by by a hip hop artist, you're hearing a slow reverb version of it. Some are better than others, but <laughs> this man, <laughs> this man is bopping <laughs> so, hard. So for yeah, those listening on audio only, Marone just like broke his neck, man, just like a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> Got a long neck for a reason. Might as well oh, use man. it. Yeah. All right, bro. All right, bro. Uh, I was also gonna say I was gonna add to that, Denzel. There's um, slow and reverb is is legit, but I I want there's real quick. There's another lo-fi thing where they take video game music. Like there's a whole Nintendo playlist or like old Nintendo games, and they blow they lo-fi that and stuff as well. And I think that's like also pretty magical because those that music is already like incredible, but I think slow reverb is really good because it can take like a song that's like maybe trash when it comes out and then just make it way better. <laughs> There's some good ones though. Do you, you got any examples? Man, there was actually a Bryson Tiller song that was way better with it. I can't remember. Oh yeah, there's an ex- exchange, which is already a really good song. They actually made it way better because mm-hmm. it's already like kind of slow in the beginning. So like slowing down a sample that's already slowed is like crazy uh, in the beginning with that KP and Envy. Uh, there's a couple of Drake ones they've done. And I don't know. It's just really anything you're right. It's like any song mess with it so and so when it came down to uh slow reverb i think the last song i heard was it had to be a drake song man it must have been girls want girls again god damn it bro <laughs> no no like because that song is not that good man but if it's you terrible. make any edits to it, it just becomes a completely different sound you know what i'm saying yeah you see you gotta take over for 40 oh wait dylan you want to say something yeah uh i was gonna say uh do you feel like the lo-fi slash like chill hop wave uh, influence the the slow and reverbed like sound or uh, like movement. Yes, I really do think it did. Just because it was looking into that, the, you know, whenever you think of chill hop, it creates that nostalgia feeling and that sound that that comes into your head, and you feel like you feel like you're floating almost. You know that feeling whenever the music's mm-hmm. so good, like your spine tingles. No, that's euphoria. a real feeling, man. That, euphoria. There you go. Euphoria. Uh-huh. <laughs> good. Hey, if y'all ain't watching that show, you were watching right now. Y'all playing. Listen to this man. Listen Season to this crazy, man. crazy mm-hmm. dog. Ain't they in high school? Damn, Drake. <laughs> College kids <laughs> in high school. That's pretty much what it is. For reals, for reals. But but uh, going back into slower reverb from Chill Hop, I think it's really come down to, like I said before, nostalgia, everlasting. I think it's like a way for people to kind of experience that feeling of being of it being stretched out. Into a genre that's now let's just make it even slower. Let's let's just have you live in that moment. So they make it slowed, and then they make that re- that slight change in the vocal pitch just to make it sound like you're floating in the air. You feel like you're losing your existence. You feel like you're not here. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Yeah. What, so okay. what do y'all be doing when you listen to this music usually? Like I know Denzel said you were studying biochem back in undergrad. Like what do you good like nowadays when you when you put on a mix? Like like what, what's your activity? Or are you just sitting there like kicking it? So you, so so you, so, so yes, you, Denzel. Sorry, no, Dylan. I was asking everybody. I was asking. Everybody. That's, that's, he was asking everyone. Oh, he <laughs> said his name, wanna, so I, I was just sitting there. So I was like, all right. So what I what I do now? I'll clean. My, I'll clean my house. I'll go to sleep. 
um i'll do a i'll do late night drives with that music on or i'll be up at like 3 a.m listening to it just because i can't sleep i don't know i just do whatever i feel like i want to take a moment to myself and just resonate with one of my with myself you know what i'm saying yeah. you know those moments where you just it's like a sort of self-care in a sense if that makes sense it makes perfect sense yeah you I'll see like this is one of the reasons that you know that we had created this podcast because we love music right I feel like music is just, it drives like a lot of things. So like with Chill Hop, you know, it's good to have in the background, but like, you know, that classical vibe, that like euphoric vibe, that chill vibe, it allows you to be productive, to study, to work, to run some errands, to, uh, you know, just chill and play video games or just relax. Like, you know, it allows you to just, you know, just mellow out and center yourself and be able to be productive in whatever that you do. So to add on to what Dylan said, it's, it's like meditation, you know, without mm-hmm. actually meditating, you know, I feel, I feel as though like one of the, one of the biggest things I remember is like lately I've been listening to this song. It's not anything to do with chill hop, but it's like a very mesmerizing song. It's called like Lust" by movement. And it's just repetitive, like instrumentals with like a very low, low sounding voice as the, as the lead singer. And it's just very like, it's very mesmerizing. It puts you in the moment, and you just you don't real you don't you forget where you are. That's and that's what's so crazy, and I'm, I mean, that's why I like this channel so much because we talk about so many genres of music and how it contributes to like things from mental health to anime to, to all these things, and it's just crazy how it just it continues to inspire others to create their own music and continues to inspire others to be better at what they're doing. It creates pr- productivity, and just it's it's crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, <clears throat> definitely helps me with like cooking and stuff like that. If I'm doing like a long recipe, like, you just get in the zone. You don't even think about how long, how much time's taken. And so, I know that some of us had some a couple of chill hot beats that we wanted to let the the audience listen to. Um, who wants to go first? Who feels up for the task? I didn't have my shit, so we can play yours first, Denzel. All right. So the first one I have is the song's called "Spacesuits" by Cupola. Let's run it. What y'all think? What y'all think? It's royalty fee, right? <laughs> I'm dead. Yep. It's uh, chill, vibey, wavy. Uh, we better make sure this shit is royalty free so we don't oh, get for real, uh, for canceled. Real. Oh, no. For um, real, for real. We don't get slapped with the copyright. <laughs> I like I like that one, Denzel. Why, what made you choose that? I just randomly fa- listened to it and I was like, this is it. I don't know. It was like, you know, compared to our compared to the sound we usually go with. I felt like this song was like a, a a new beginning, you know, a new a new a new change. It felt like transition. That's what it sounded like to me, like a transformation of sorts. It's deep, yeah. But but Marone, you said you had something going on, right? You had some things for us. Yeah, I got two, bro. I got excited. 
I got a. I don't know if it, wait, might don't you have them right? Yeah, I got them. Okay, them. cool. Yeah, yeah, the first. Can you? I don't know which one you're gonna play first, but one of them was like really jazzy and like exciting, kind of like a little too much energy. Let, let, let's play. Let's like, play that one last. Let's play Candy first, please. Ahead, <laughs> please yeah, save yeah. the best for I last. Like, wow, <laughs> dang, you already, already decided. It it feels like it feels like not the end of a uh, this is more like Cowboy Bebop, but like it was definitely like I don't know just that jazz always gets me, bro. Yes, felt a little more energy than what you get from Lo-Fi for sure, for sure. Yeah, man. All right, and then uh, what was the Panama Rain is the yeah, last, one. last one, the best for last. Now, I knew this, this one could not. Yeah, I knew go this ahead. was gonna win, but yeah, go ahead. Man. <laughs> you like, knew this was gonna win. All right. Yeah, but uh-huh. I'll take it for your like purchase. It's yeah, all good, yeah, though. Yeah. Let's go ahead tracks. and play our outro. You don't feel the rain on your skin? Comes the bass. What was bait? Ladies and gentlemen, our new intro outro music. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I'll allow it, yes. By unit by yes. unanimous vote. Spacesuits was cool yeah. too. Spacesuits was cool. Like they were all good. Nah, I liked them all. Yeah. Now nah, this one hit. Mm-hmm. This one hit. Yeah. I'm not it's gonna crazy. Lie. Yeah, it's crazy that these artists just put out. They just produce these and just for free. Like y'all, it's, it's Jeff. Like, some really talented people out there. That's what Lo-Fi has taught me. Like anybody can do this. You trying to make some beats, bro, for us? Sheesh. I don't know, bro. All my shit gonna sound the same because I like one beat. It's gonna be monotone. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like Eritrean music. It's all the beats are the same. It's gonna be a poo queso. Let's just. I just have to bring the mic in here. Poo queso. He said poo shiesty. Poo shiesty on the beat. <laughs> oh my goodness. What's up? But, good episode, Denzel. Thank you, man. Thank you, thank you. But we're we're not done yet. We gotta do the outro, bro. We gotta do the cool ass outro. Oh, for sure. But thank you guys so much. You guys are amazing people. This is our first episode of season two. Bear with us. We're going to be, we got a lot going on. We got TikToks working on. We got social media working on. We got merch. We got, we're going to fly, we're going to fly y'all out to shows. Uh, who? Who? <laughs> oh, you got money? 
Oh, he got money. He got money. Okay. This man said, oh, said no, Ethereum's no. crashing, but it's you're doing we. good. Who's Crazy. we? Oh, we speak French now? Um, follow us at Tempo Tribe at Tempo underscore Tribe on IG and Twitter. And we on TikTok now. So follow us on TikTok at Tempo Tribe. No underscore. Just straight up Tempo Tribe. Yes. Boost the numbers. Mm-hmm. Use the algorithm to our advantage. Yep. Please like us and share with your friends. Mm-hmm. Also, Spotify. I don't know if you guys heard this. Spotify is doing the five star the ratings now. Oh, so if you listen to us on Spotify, please rate us on that. All right, rate us on Apple iTunes, whatever, whatever. All those, all those DSPs as they call them. So boost us up and get our numbers up. We can get these sponsorships, and then maybe one day we'll fly y'all out. Who knows? Maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> Maybe one day hey, Kendrick Lamar will come back to music. Anyway, yo, he's in Oklahoma. That. He's in Oklahoma. He's, That's all I got to say. That's how you're Oklahoma, Dylan. You know uh-huh. that. Be patient. All right. Yo, Kings don't, Kings don't make the move without playing, dog. For real. All right. All right, Denzel, all right. sign us out. Yes, sir. But thank you guys for listening to the Tempo Tribe podcast, season two, episode one. My name is Denzel, and all of y'all be stay safe. Remember to always do what makes you happy. Coming from your man DJ. Yes, Moral man, we appreciate y'all for coming back, and we appreciate all the love and support. Um, just remember that Ozark is out, season four, at part one, and that's more important to watch than Euphoria. So, bomb. lies and slander. <laughs> pew pew pew. You gonna do Zendaya like that? You can still talk. Is this Spider Man? I mean, this man gonna do like Zendaya like that for real? Like, why you like that show so much? Be honest. It's good. It's fire. Like, you... The cinematography, man. It's the like cinematography. a movie. It's an episode, yeah, it man. really is. What's the it set really pieces? Is. Aren't they just in school and like <laughs> apartments? Yep. <laughs> See, you doing all. Where did they go? <laughs> That's crazy. Got to keep the Narcan on me now.